The She Can Show is a live motivational conversation packed with inspiration, encouragement, and tools. Get ready to receive step-by-step tools that will make you realize where you are, but motivate you to get you where you need to be. Be ready to be encouraged to tackle your fears, your goals, and the very thing you've always dreamed of doing. I'm Najma Calhoun, and I get so excited about sisterhood, traveling, and turning your can'ts into cans. I encourage you to embrace your past, conquer your fears, and I provide you with the tools to help you become the best version of yourself. Grab yourself and come as you are. Just get ready to redefine and reimagine the woman that you were created to be. This is The She Can Show. Hey, sis. Hey. What's going on in your world, sis? What you doing? What you been up to? Have you been working out? <laughs> um, don't ask me that. Have you been um, eating your fruits and vegetables? Have you been minding your business? Have you been being joyful and pleasant to others? Ooh, ooh. I have a ton of questions this morning, but I just want to know, have you been doing the four of those things? Let me know if you've been doing the four of those things. Sister, what's up? So look, I have to put you onto some game. You know I'm a flexitarian, right? Don't even roll your eyes because you already knew that. You already know I'm a flexitarian. Some days I'm vegan. Some days I eat meat. Some days I'm vegetarian. It's a whole shebang over here, okay? But I got to put you onto this game. So recently I was craving chicken nuggets, but watch this. But I didn't want actual chicken nuggets. I know I'm crazy. I wanted like vegetarian chicken nuggets. And so I have these other chicken nuggets that I love, but recently they weren't tasting like chicken to me. You know how like when it don't taste like the actual thing, that's what I was up against. So I was on the phone with my mom and my mom was like, girl, try the impossible chicken nuggets. I'm like, girl, where can I get those from? She's like, get them from Kroger's, from Walmart, from Publix. They're all over. Just get them pop them in the oven, and they're going to change your life. So you know me. I get in the car. I'm a foodie. I'm like, okay, I got to get these things. I get in the car. I get the nuggets. I bring them back. I put them in the oven. And when I tell you they changed my life, listen, for those of you that have an air fryer or an oven, don't put them in the microwave. You got to toast these things. They changed my life. And they taste like actual chicken nuggets. And y'all, they're in like this white and blue bag. And they're just yum, 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 yum. I don't even know why I went there today, but I just wanted to tell you about those because it makes me feel like I'm healthier sometimes when I don't eat meat. So let me put you on a just a little health game, sis. Let me know if you've had them before, because if you have, we can have a chicken nugget party. Can someone tell Impossible to sponsor me? Because listen, I'll do anything to get some of those free nuggets. Listen here, I'll do it. I'll say some more about them just to get a bag of those free nuggets. Pray for me and my flexitarian self. (laughs) You know what time it is, sister. It's check-in time. It's time to check in with ourselves. Do you ever just take a moment to say, hey, self, what's going on? How are you feeling today? Why do I have this attitude today? Why am I irritated today? Why am I so joyful today and happy? Don't worry, sis. Here on the She Can Show, we create a time for you to take a moment to check in with yourself. So if you don't do it often, we want you to start incorporating it. But on the show, you get a chance to do that. So here's the check-in question for today, sis. 
It's this simple. How are you balancing everything in your life right now? Because I know that you have a lot going on. I know that you have work. I know that you have the kids. I know that you have the relationship. I know that you're a wife. I know that you're in school. I know that your to-do list is longer than you. Come on, somebody. Sometimes our to-do lists are longer than ourselves. Like, how is that? Like, can we get some more time in a day? I wish that. But how are you balancing everything? Balance means a condition in which different elements are equal or in the correct proportions. So I have to ask this, are things in the right proportion in your life, sis? Like, are things proportion right or are they kind of off balance? So I want you to take a moment and do this quick exercise with me. I want you to close your eyes and just ground yourself for just a moment. I want you to let all the feelings come to you and all the thoughts come to you. And I want you to ask yourself, how are things balanced right now? Are things feeling all over the place or are things feeling peaceful? Ask yourself that question. Then ask yourself, after you process that, what can I do to feel more balanced in my life? How can I level things out? How can I make adjustments? Take a moment to ask yourself that. If I can be honest with you, sister, Life recently for me was feeling off balance, okay? It was just feeling off balance. I had so many things to do, so many people to show up for, barely showing up for myself. Have you ever had one of those off balance moments in life? I was having that. But I started digging, like why do things feel off balance or not at an appropriate level or not feeling sustainable? So I started digging and I got to the root of it. And one of the big roots was, I was feeling off balance because my body was operating on exhaustion. And so for me, I'm one of those sisters that needs all of my rest, like every ounce of sleep. Like I need the full eight hours and some more. Come on, somebody. Is that you? Like, is that you? Sis? I need the full eight hours. I need a little bit more. But if you give me the eight, I'm doing good. So I had to start making some adjustments to my schedule. Like, what can I do to show up as a better version of Najma? And so one of the areas that I had to make an adjustment was going to bed earlier because your sister was staying up late just doing whatever, just folding the clothes. I mean, those things are important, but I need to be in bed because then I'd be like, I'm tired the next day. No, go to bed. So that's the adjustment that I had to make. So I want you to think about what is an adjustment that you need to make in your life so your life can feel more balanced and more sustainable. I can't wait to hear that. Sister, it's time for The Fuel. The Fuel is the section in our show where we take in the tools, encouragement, and the inspiration we need to be the woman we were created to be. I'm so excited about The Fuel today because we have such a special guest with us. You're going to love this guest in like the matter of seconds, not minutes, seconds. She's going to become your new online best friend, in-person best friend, the girl you want to go to brunch with, the girl you just want to laugh with, the girl you want to take photos with and just be colorful with and have fun with. I say that because when I first met her, we instantly connected and all those things just came in my brain. It was her smile for me. It was her genuineness for me. It was her spirit for me. You know, when somebody has a good spirit, you like, okay, we're in this thing together. It was her spirit for me. I could go on and on and on and on, but I want to introduce you to the Meg Indy. 
Meg is an Atlanta-based abstract artist with a creative curiosity for design that sparks joy. Her affinity for art has been a dear and lifelong companion with her earliest memories smattered with smocks and every colorful treasure a girl could paint her world with. Meg's spirit is accompanied by an overwhelming presence of Joy Devar, a visitor that likes to frequent her studio on sunny afternoons and often waves hello through her work. Each color, gesture, and title used in her work are each playful nods to the simple, familiar joys that Meg seeks in her day-to-day life. Her dearest hope is that this warmth continues to reverberate beyond the studio and into the hearts and homes of her collectors. Sister, I don't have to say any more. This girl is on fire. Help me welcome Meg Indy to the She Can Show. Hey, Meg. Oh, my goodness. Hey, girl. Oh, my goodness. I need you on my marketing team. I'm blushing sitting here through that entire introduction. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And I promise everyone, like, she didn't pay me to do that. That's just the excitement I have when I see her, when I met her, when we met. I instantly felt like, Megan, I don't know if this was you too, but I instantly felt like we just connected. Like, I had known you for such a long time. Oh, yeah. We definitely have similar energies. Like that very first hug we shared, I felt it. I felt it. I felt it. I'm (laughs) like, this is my long lost friend. Um, And so I'm just so thankful that you're here on the show today because I think that you just um, exude things that I think we as women oftentimes try to figure out. And so I'm so happy that today we're talking about tuning out to tune in which I think is just such a wonderful topic right now because we live in this society now where it's almost like a, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like we live in this like hustle culture, like get it done, Um, work, 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 work. But sometimes like that burns us out and overwhelms us. And so I think when Mm -hmm. we have balance with it all, it just helps us. And so I'm excited that we get to talk about that today. So first, I just want you to, I know I read that wonderful bio, but I want you to just give me some background on who you are, like what made you get into art? When I tell you all, when you see her, like her art is represented in her clothes too. Like it's like her (laughs) match her art. I don't know how that happens, but it does. But Megan, give the people a little just background about you for those that are meeting you for the first time, like a little bit about Meg Indy. Absolutely. So like you said in the intro, I've always had this creativity in me uh, throughout my whole life. I was a very just colorful, excited, creative young girl. And I think growing up, that was always like a companion that was there, but I never really let it take center stage. Um, There's just so many other things, you know, like there was soccer signups in middle school and there was science fairs and all those fun things. And um, my family's a big Georgia Tech family. So I attended Georgia Tech, which was amazing. But as you can imagine, no art classes when I was there. Um, But my mom, this is actually how my whole story began. My mom went sent me home with an old watercolor set. Um, And by home, I mean to my dorm room. And I 
reacquainted myself with that creative companion that has always been with me, you know, my whole life. And so I was just having fun with it. And next thing I knew, I had people knocking on my little door asking if I could paint things for them. And then I would paint things for their friends and then their moms. And next thing I knew, I had clients, which is just so crazy. And I didn't think about it then. But after I graduated, um, I had a degree in marketing. So I worked for um, this big consulting firm in their marketing department. And I lasted six blessed months before I had a literal come to Jesus moment. And I feel like my creativity just took over and kind of threw a fit and was like, hey, I've been here this whole time. Give me some attention. Uh, Take a chance on me. And so that's kind of, you know, the big part of my story is just this big U-turn I took in my life from the trajectory I was you know, barreling down in corporate America to then honestly putting a pause on everything I thought I knew to pursue my art journey. And like you said, there's a whole narrative that comes with owning a business, like the hustle culture and all of that good stuff. And that's something I'm really excited to lean in to with you today, Najma, is just to speak to what my journey has been like and what it looks like to actively buck the Uh, hustle culture narrative and to just lean into what it feels like to listen to your calling. I love that. I completely love that. I think because the first thing that I really heard you say was like you like had this curiosity about something that might have been out of the box because you know as soon as you graduate everyone's like go into corporate America or go to a fortune 500 or just go work and so sometimes like that's great and some of us enjoy those things. But some of us are like really curious about our purpose and our calling that may be art or design or whatever it is, but we have a hard time like beginning because it doesn't look like normal. So this is the question that I have for you. How were you able to say yes to your dreams and your business in the beginning? Like when you didn't have any results to account Mm -hmm. for it, was there like a level of trust, Meg, that you had to like muster up within yourself to say like, yes, I'm going through with it with art or like, how was that for you? Oh, in one word, it was exhausting because I feel like there is this push pull for months leading up to the decision to... Um, take that leap of faith. So, you know, like you said, you have a job that you think you're supposed to do. And I was doing all the right things, but yet I was miserable and I was dreaming about being an artist. So I had this like internal wrestling at all times. But what really led me to take the leap of faith, honestly, was a combination of both external and internal factors. So the realistic view is that I did have a bit of a nest egg saved up. I always had odd jobs. I nannied through college. You know, I worked on a farm. I had this office job through school. And so I had a little bit of something to sustain me. Um, and then I had some clients. You know, I was painting for people on the side, even when I was working in corporate. You know, I was moonlighting as an artist. I was still painting on the weekend. So I knew at the bare minimum I could afford my rent for like maybe two to three months, you know? So I had a little bit of a runway I was working with. I had a little business plan um, all put together. And then I also uh, started interviewing for a nannying job that I could have every single day. 
Yeah. So I had all these external green lights that were saying like, okay, if you were to take this jump, you're going to be okay. You might be a little uncomfortable, but you can sustain yourself for at least a few months to give it your all. And then on the other side, I had these internal factors that were giving me some green lights. For instance, I felt so much peace when I was painting. And when I was working with my clients, it was otherworldly. Like I really felt like I was being my very best self. And those were conversations I was excited to have. Those were emails I was excited to write. Things within me just felt very aligned. And I was like, yes, how do I get to do this more? How can I do this every single day? Um, And then there was also these really strange, just like open doors. So when push came to shove and I really was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to quit my job. I had a friend reach out to me about an open studio space that was in my budget. That was right down the street. Like I could walk there. And I felt like these very odd, like universe aligning moments kept happening where it was like, Hey, by the way, you're supposed to be the artist that you've always felt called to be. And here are your literal open doors. And so it really came down to a ton of prayer. Um, a lot of green lights internally, externally. And then at the very, very end, it was just a full faith-filled swan dive into the unknown and saying, if I don't do it now, when will I ever do it? This is it. This is go time. So that was kind of all of the things wrapped up that just led me to that big jump. I love that. And I think the thing that I, that resonated with me the most, that you said that you had peace doing it. Like you, like it wasn't all planned out, but when you saw that you had like peace walking into this new journey to say, or like this new venture, like this new path, career path for you, you said you just felt peace. And you said it required like a lot of prayer. And I think a lot of times like we miss that step Like we just jump without the peace and the prayer. But like you brought that out. Like, um, I think you were basically in a sense saying like, that's what made you just like do it. Like you felt peace about it and all these open doors that just open for you. And a lot of times, like I think sometimes we want to know what those open doors are going to be, but it's not until we take that leap of faith to see what the open doors will be. So that is just like so encouraging because I think that a lot of us, we want to take leaps of faith. We want to do different things. Some of us probably want to quit our jobs right now. Do I have a yes somewhere? But some of us may just not know how to get there. But I think what you said, like submitting to that peace and seeing what it is and just like seeking prayer or whatever that is for someone. So Meg, how like with all that being said, how are you able to still show up as your authentic self with all the noise from the hustle culture? Because that's what I was saying in the beginning. Like the hustle culture is real right now. It is so real. And I have to say, like, this was maybe like a couple weeks ago. I was not feeling well at all. And I had so many things to do. Like, have you ever had a day where like your to-do list is longer than you? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's the day that I was having, but like my allergies was were killing me and I just wasn't feeling good, but I felt so pressured to like get everything done. And I'm like, I had to check myself and be like, Najma, listen, 
your health and your well-being is more important than your to-do list. And so I'm finding this balance that I have to have. So how are you able to show up as your authentic self? Because I already know, Meg, your schedule is probably like beyond crazy. But how are you able to show up as your authentic self with all this like hustle, go, the noise right now? Uh, That's such a good question. And you know what? When I actually quit my job, my immediate uh, gut like reaction was, okay, go out there, do all the things, make the money, be comfortable, grow to stardom. But then I prayed about it and I actually felt called to rest for one full month. So for 30 days, I did not pick up a paintbrush. I quit my job. I had no income coming in and I just sat with myself because there was a lot of relearning I had to do of what my new day-to-day was going to look like, who I wanted to be. Um, You know, there's that expression where like, if you don't plan your days, like your days will plan themselves. And I think I wanted to plan out what the next few years of my life were going to look like and feel like before the external pressures started filling in those gaps for me. And all of a sudden I was on a runaway train. So I took that time to rest, to be with family, to really meditate on what I really wanted my day-to-day to look like, what I wanted my marks to look like month to month. And then from there, I really had to put my blinders up because hustle culture is real. It's real on social media. It's real on Facebook. You're watching all these people pushing their products, pushing their way of life that's going to help you make 100K. Like, and... I hate to say this, but half of it's just nonsense. You know, like it's just a, yeah, and it's just a gimmicky way to make you pay attention to things that aren't going to help you be who you need to be. And that's the hardest thing with social media is even if you're not a business owner, you're being marketed to in every single facet of your life what you should wear, what your house should look like. Honestly, hustle culture in our culture now, whatever we want to call it, is just the 2022 version of like the 1990s keeping up with the Joneses. It's the same thing. It's just marketed different. Can you say that again? That is so right. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but that was so so right. Like everything, how our house should look, how our hair should look, Mm -hmm. what do we need to wear? Oh man, you hit that right on the spot. <laughs> Even makeup. You like I find myself putting my contour and my blush in a new place every six months because I watched a video that told me it needed to be that way. That's and I'm like, this is too much. <laughs> and here's the thing, like, it's like, do you miss the days where you could just like go on Instagram and just scroll for fun? Now it's like when I go, I've got to be mentally prepared. And some days I mentally can't handle all that's like there. Mm-hmm. It's just so much. And, you know, I feel like there are some really fun accounts where they're posting content that's just happy. It's just fun. It's not suggesting that you do anything, you know, it's just welcoming you into that space. But we do live in a world where there's a dollar sign attached to attention and people are always going to be marketing things to you or telling you how you need to be marketing yourself, which there's benefits. Like, don't get me wrong. But for me, I really had to tune out everything. Like even social media, I took a step back because I knew that if I was going to show up in my most authentic way on that platform, I wanted it to be something that wasn't, I wasn't repackaging what was already packaged to me, that I was just showing up and dressing the way I want to dress and talking the way I want to talk and 
not using snappy, trendy music or whatever. I really try so hard to just be me. And I think there are some tangible ways I went about doing that. And first of all is keeping your blinders on on social media, being really mindful of like who you're following and the content you're consuming, figuring out what your North Star is, uh, especially if you run your own business. And for me, I really had to sit down and write out a list during that month of just silence and solitude of what will be like key indications that I'm doing okay and that I am living a purpose-driven life. And I use that a lot to kind of keep a pulse on how I'm doing. And a lot of that, Najma, is my faith. I feel really called to uplift people. I feel called to do work that uplifts me. If I'm in a funk, I I have to take a break and I have to figure out what is up. I need to get down to the root of it because normally it's something like way outside of myself. Um, Also not being afraid to say no. I've had so many opportunities come to me that hustle culture would say, jump on it, make that dollar go girl. But no, like saying yes to that is saying yes to a path I wasn't supposed to walk down and the money's not worth it. Like, it's just not like, The money will come, however, like I believe that there is provision for people who are doing their best and showing up authentically. Um, So saying no, especially when I was like, I don't want to say pinching pennies, but I was uncomfortable when I first started doing this line of work, you know, and uncomfortable in the way that I didn't know what the next few months would ever look like. And I still don't know, but I have so much more trust in myself and belief in my business. Um, And it's been great. So spoiler alert take that leap. You're going to be fine. And then I think the last thing is just being okay to sit with yourself in the quiet and not let other people's narrative fill in the gaps for you. And um, yeah, leaning into your own silence so you can listen to what you're really supposed to be doing. That might sound a little woo-woo, but I really do believe in taking time for yourself. I don't know about you. No, I totally think that that's just like the best thing to do is just sit with yourself. Because I love how you said like sometimes even when you're in a funk, like you're like, I have to get to the root of this. That is how I am. I'm like, what's going on? Why are you feeling this way? Maybe you need to take a break from some things. And I always say this, Meg, I love how you said like saying no. I always say to myself like, Sometimes self-care looks like saying no to them so you can say yes to yourself. Because I think a lot of times Mm. we, as women, we just naturally want to do different things that people ask us to do. But sometimes we need boundaries. Like, hey, I can't do that. Like where I'm at right now, I just cannot do it. Or that opportunity is not aligned with my purpose and my vision. And so I think it's so good that you have those boundaries set up So you're not like burnt out all the time. Like some days come Mm -hmm. where you may be burnt out, but it's almost like, no, I'm willing to go that extra mile if I say yes to that, or I can't go that extra mile right now because I see everything that's going on. I see what's up ahead. So I love that. I think that we all should like do that more often, just check in with ourselves and like take moments to just like process what is going on? How do I feel? Um, And I think that leads me to balance because the world wants us to hustle, but we really need like balance in our life. So how do you find time balancing everything that is in front of you? I know you kind of piggy um, talked about that, but how do you balance it all? 
that's a great question <laughs> because it my my schedule's a little fluid, you know, like I'm not showing up in an office at 9 a.m. and clocking out at 5 p.m. like most people. And so for me, my balance has become my morning routines and my evening routines. I've talked about this before. I talk about it on Instagram. It's so important for me to at least start my day and end my day the same way if possible. And a lot of that is journaling. Like that's the first thing I'll do is I'll journal. I will stretch. I'll do a little devotional. I'll have a really good breakfast because how many of us just like are off to the races on our phones as soon as we wake up and then we're on emails and they're like, what the heck? It's 1 p.m. I'm frazzled. I haven't eaten, but I've had caffeine and I'm feeling just ridiculous. I really try to start my day very mindfully and then ending the day, um, you know, no phones, no emails. Like I'm not checking email usually after five o'clock and I'm just taking time with my husband or visiting with friends. And one thing I do want to say, you know, you just talked about burnout and I used to experience burnout all the time. Now I don't have burnout. I have like amazing, incredible exhaustion. Like the way you feel after you've run a really long race and you're so proud of yourself, like your legs are about to give out, but you're so proud and you're like, wow, that was amazing. And I feel that way after like collection launches. So my balance sometimes goes out the window when my passion takes over and I'm pouring into this work and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's two in the morning, but I was having so much fun. I didn't know how to stop. And so I definitely have periods of what might look like burnout, but it's different. It's just like incredible exhaustion. And then I take a two, two to three days to just really rest and stay super calm. If you've ever been with me on a launch day, when I you know upload a new collection to my website, I'm in my PJs. We have nice music playing. I might take a walk that day. Like I might go visit friends and I really just rest, um, which is amazing. And you know, the exhaustion that I'm feeling, it's not because I was, you know, my candle was lit at both ends and I was doing things that didn't fulfill me, that didn't make me happy, that made me miserable. And I was pushing through, I was running a race on a path that I felt called to be on. And so I think it is super, super normal to have these ebbs and flows of exhaustion and then rest. But I would totally challenge anyone listening to this to pay attention to what their exhaustion feels like. Is it exhaustion tied with pride and you know joy or is exhaustion tied with misery? <laughs> because there's totally a difference and trying to find little ways to maybe change that. I love exhaustion from joy. That is my new thing now because I think I'm stealing that from you, Meg, because I think there are some days like when I do something that like I just felt so purposeful about if I'm doing something for the She Can movement, like it just feels so good. It's different than burnout. And I like how you like distinguish between the two because it's totally different. It's totally different. Meg, I also wanted to ask you this. What advice would you give someone that has a big dream that they haven't started yet? What things would you tell them to tune out so they could tune into the woman they were created to be? Mm. Hitting me with the deep questions right at the end. I love it. (laughs) I think if you needed to tune anything out, first and foremost, it's your inner critic. Because the loudest critic you will have in your life is you period. Um, You might chalk that up to the little devil on your shoulder, or maybe you've had experiences in your life that have made you craft this narrative about your own ability in your life. 
but you just need to tune it out because if you have a dream that you keep coming back to at the end of the day, like it was placed there with purpose. So you need to quiet out all the negativity you might be fueling or casting onto that dream and focus on all the reasons why you can achieve it. I also would say tune out the trends. There's so many lives that I feel like we get to try on when scrolling through social media. Like for instance, I convinced myself like how fun would it be to be a travel blogger? Like that looks amazing. I would love that. But then I thought to myself, hold up. I don't really like traveling that much. <laughs> like I hate flying. I really like being at home. I'm a bit of a homebody that will take trips, but you know, I feel like it's so easy to see other people's joy and attach ourselves onto those dreams. So even there, I would challenge you to really pay attention to what your dream is and like, where is that coming from? And let's just say you're like, no, this is it. And I'm aligned to it. And this is what I feel called to be. Then amazing. I challenge you to have fun with it. Start off having fun. Let's say you want to open up a bakery and you've like that's so far from your day to day. Like you work as an accountant and you want to become a baker. Let's have fun and start making pies and cupcakes for your friends and bring them to every baby shower, bridal shower, birthday, you name it. Have fun with it. And from there, let's just see where those little seeds, like where will they take you? What will they grow into? I feel like a lot of people go from, I have this idea in my head, now I'm going to make it a business. There is a very special infant phase in between the two where you are just letting it grow organically and naturally, and you're not putting pressure on it. You know, and for me, that's why I covet the time I was painting in my dorm room at Georgia Tech because I was just having fun. And it was for pure amusement and it grew into something that could stand on its own. And then it was that much easier to walk side by side with that dream and make it a reality. So I think um, tune out your inner critic and lean into your inner child. Have fun with whatever that dream is and then let it show you where it wants to go. Um, I think that would be honestly my, my biggest advice. That's good. I think that leaning into the inner child, like we get so far away from that because you know, like when you grow up as a child, like you literally have no fear in the world. I remember mm-hmm. myself like wanting to like jump off flights of stairs. And my mom's like, you can't do that. But it's like, <laughs> that's the type of faith we have. So it's just like, as a child, we have this like faith and we're not like afraid of anything. And so it's like tuning back into that. Like, mm-hmm. what is the dream? What is the goal? What is it that you were created to do? And I love how you said, take it step by step. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to quit your job today. Like, like I love what you said. Like, if it's like you baking, you have an interest in that area, like start taking it to people, start taking it to work or to different events and then see how it naturally grows. I think because of the hustle culture that we live in, it's like quit today, start tomorrow. And sometimes like that's not realistic. No. That may be somebody's story, but like, it's not realistic, you know? And it's like, it puts you under this pressure of like, I have to have everything figured out by tomorrow. And it's like, just enjoy life and tune out all like that negative noise and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. then something that you said earlier that I love, like you said that, like, you just stop looking at emails at five and like, you just let it, like you let it go. And I think that's something that we should do. Like, maybe we should start setting boundaries when we get on social media and when we're not on and when we're checking our emails and when we're not, 
because I think that'll give us time to really connect with us, um, what we talked about earlier, and also like starting to grow whatever it is that we have all this curiosity about that we want to do in our lives. Absolutely. You know, this is one thing I didn't talk about, but if you are struggling with tuning things out, the thing that you can go to Home Depot and do for yourself today is buy like five plants that are flowering plants that you can every morning make it a routine to go water them. You know, I love to get like, I'll get my little watering cup and it makes me do it very slowly and very thoughtfully. And I, this sounds so silly, but every morning when I'm checking in on how they're flowering and my new buds, I find myself checking in on myself at the same time. And I also feel like you switch your mindsets because do you know what's not instantaneous? Do you know what you don't receive instant gratification on is gardening. Like it is a slow, thoughtful, meditative process. And I love that reminder for myself. I need it. Um, We have a whole patio full of plants now, and that has just become such a spiritual part of seeking balance, of slowing down, is finding meditative ways to check in. Like maybe you're a yogi. Maybe you love yoga. Do that every morning. Do something that forces you to be still and quiet and kind of just listen to yourself. I love plants. That's my that's my easy go-to. It's a tangible thing that I get to grow alongside of. But that's, that's your little tip for today is go get a plant and check in on it every single day. Or better yet, if you don't want to buy anything, go pick a tree in your neighborhood that you're going to go walk to every morning and say hello and see how it's doing. I used to have a tree um, over on a property nearby and it grew pomegranates. And I would always go check in on the pomegranate tree while simultaneously checking in on myself. So there's a, there's a little tidbit for today. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to get a plant. Who is going to get a plant today too? Yes. (laughs) But that, I think the plant, no, Meg, I have to say this before I'm going to get the plant. I am not a plant mom. My plants always would die, but I'm going to try again because maybe I was not taking the best care of it. So I'm going to try that mm-hmm. again. Being thoughtful of it, for sure. Yes. And I think also, too, like plants are kind of just a reminder of what our life looks like. Like in the beginning, like when we're planting something new, it doesn't sprout the next day. It takes time. It takes care. It takes rest. It needs sunlight, like all these different things. And I think that should just be a reminder for the journey that we're on to like take it slow. Like, I know it's hard, but take it slow and look at your life like a plant. Like you are blossoming, you are blooming. It takes time. Some days you will be like, sometimes the flowers are like nice and just looking beautiful and all that. And some days they're like hanging over to the side, like I need more water. And that's how we Mm -hmm. are sometimes in life. And I think that we should just be more gentle with ourselves and care for ourselves like we would a plant. That's a good one. So Meg, (laughs) how do we get connected to you? Like, What is your social media? First of all, how can we get some of the painting in our home, in our office, like anywhere? And what do you have coming up? Like, what are ways that we can connect with Meg Indy? All right. The best way to be my friend is follow along at Meg underscore Indy. That's where I post like fun day-to-day things, easy breezy recipes and what have you. And then in my bio, you can visit my website, shop all my new collections. And I will say on the horizon, 
We have um, some earrings that are coming out uh, and some artwork that is inspired by some of my trips I've taken to faraway places like Tulum, the coast of Washington State. Uh, there's more on that to come, but just you wait. There's a little surprise that's included in that collection. More to come on that. And then the other thing is if you like music, I've become such a musical gal in the last few years. That's also a huge part of my, my meditation. I like to set the mood in my whole home with just happy-go-lucky music. So uh, the link in my bio has some links to playlists specifically to paint to, to relax to, to pray to, all that good stuff. And I'm on TikTok, which is also at Meg Indy. So all of the socials, come hang. I'll be there waiting for you. Well, yes, definitely go hang because when I tell you Meg's like content just inspires you. And I think one of the things I love about your content is it is just very like authentic. Like it does not look like staged. Like it's just, it's just free. It's just fun. It's just this spirit of joy. Like I was saying before and earrings, you know, us women love earrings. So you got me on that. So I need to like set my calendar when the new earring line drops because, oh yes, I love a good pair of earrings. Like throwing a good (laughs) pair of earrings. It's a good day for me. My hair could be looking a mess, but my earrings will be on point. Do I have a witness? Anyone? Like, Absolutely. Oh my gosh. But earrings like just make it the best. So yes. And the new collection of art. Thank you for giving us Mm -hmm. like that. I feel like you just gave us like a little sneak peek of what's coming. (laughs) Oh girl. Yes, I did. Because not even my family knows about this collection, but this one has been brewing in my heart for over a year. Um, Okay, real quick. There's things that I've been like physically collecting like in my pockets over the last like however many months. Yes, that will be making a big debut. And I wish I could say more, but oh, this this honestly, because they have journeyed with me for so long, I can't wait for you to see what these secret little treasures are because they are so special to me. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, so Mm -hmm. we all have to be connected. Make sure you go and just see all that Meg Indy is doing. And Meg, I just want to thank you so much for coming on today. I think that we all just learned so many different gems from you. And now we're like virtual best friends. You probably have some new virtual best friends, new sisters, new people. Like I need her art. I need her. I know I was over here just in the amen corner, just like yes to everything. So I appreciate you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me and right back at you, girlfriend. You have such a light and it was just an honor getting to share a little bit of our stories and hang out today on the podcast. So thank you for having me. You are so, so welcome. All right, everyone, make sure you get connected with Meg Indy. I already know you're saying she's your fave. She's my new fave too. Get the playlist. Go ahead and look at... Um, the new collection of earrings that she has, artwork, everything. Thank you for tuning in today. Bye, y'all. Thank you for tuning into the She Can Show. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you share it with a friend or a family member. Make sure you subscribe to the show and make sure that you also stay connected to the show. So leave a review. Tell us how you enjoyed it. And if you want to keep up with the She Can Movement, make sure that you go to shecanmovement.org so you can stay plugged in. Well, until next time, thank you for tuning in to the She Can Show.